God's Word speaks of a spirit or a way of life that would be the spirit of the last days. The Lord Jesus said in Luke 17, 26, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. In this study, Scott Pauley will lead us to rediscover Noah's faith in God. Though Noah lived in days of wickedness, lawlessness, violence, and immorality, his faith in God was strong. Noah courageously led his family during this time, and he was God's witness to that generation. Could it be, just like Noah of old, you and I are living in the last generation before God's judgment? Join us now for this study, as it was in the days of Noah. Your story is not just your story. Your story is the story of your life and your loved ones. Uh, You, yes, but all of those that God has providentially connected to you. And we're returning today to the life of Noah, and I want to make a point, and it is this. We talk a lot about Noah, but have you ever noticed how many references there are in his story to his family? Because it's not just the story of Noah, it's the story of Noah's family. Genesis chapter number 6, beginning in verse number 5, says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him in his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is the first mention of grace in the Bible. That's significant. Did you know the first mention of grace in the New Testament is found in Luke chapter number 1, and it is connected to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, That's beautiful, isn't it? So uh, in the Old Testament, Noah, a great picture of salvation, the ark of safety, and in the New Testament, the coming of the Savior, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, I want you to know it is Christ that brings the grace of God to man. Uh, It is all of grace that sinners are saved from destruction. We're all uh, just hell-deserving sinners, every last one of us, including the man speaking to you right now. Oh, but the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, and we give God the glory and praise for that today. But immediately after this powerful verse that says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, this is the next verse. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God, and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So here you have a man who is right with God. The Bible says he's a just man and perfect in his generations. He walked with God, which means he not only knew the Lord, but he was close to him. So you have both relationship and fellowship but then, and I think this is very important, the very next thing the Holy Spirit tells us about it, this man is that he had a family. You see, your faith is going to affect others, and your life ought to not only follow the Lord, it ought to lead others to him. And to me, there's a, a beautiful hopefulness in this story because Noah's family is a reminder that it is possible to have a happy, holy, hopeful family in a wicked culture. Friend, you don't get any worse than Noah's day. 
uh, M.R. Dehan, the great Bible teacher, said that if you make a very careful study of these chapters in Genesis, there are eight marks of this early civilization. And here are the eight marks he gave. He said there's religious apostasy, there's travel, there's city building, there's a, a great emphasis on sexuality, there are agricultural advances, there is music, there is mining, and there is violence and crime. Now, doesn't that sound like our world today? The same exact emphases, the same exact things uh, that we're witnessing at this moment. I just want to remind you that progress is not always progress, that sometimes when the world is moving forward and we think we're advancing, we're actually deteriorating because we're neglecting the one that gave us this world, the one that gave us life. In fact, do you remember back in Luke 17 in our first study when Jesus talked about the days of Noah? Uh, what marked the days of Noah? Well, they ate and drank and worked and gave in marriage. And somebody said, well, I don't see anything terribly wrong with that. No. Now, the things he mentioned about the days of Noah was not just their immorality and idolatry. It was the fact that they went about their daily life giving no thought to God. Uh, this, is, this is the world we're living in today. Even among moral people, they're living their life with no thought of the creator who put us here or the judge that we're going to meet on the other end. And I want you to know that in the midst of that, there must be families of faith. There must be uh, homes where people know God, where some Noah comes to know him and then makes him known to everybody else. God is concerned about every heart and every home. His purpose has always been that he'll work in individuals, and then that opens the door to the whole family. For example, do you remember in Acts chapter number 11 when Cornelius sent for the preacher? What did he do? He gathered his whole family together to hear the word of God. So much so that when Cornelius got saved, his whole family came to faith in Christ. Uh, Acts chapter 16, the Philippian jailer, middle of the night. Remember that? It wasn't just the jailer that got saved. No, the whole family came to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Uh, and the same was true in Noah's day. It wasn't just Noah on that ark. Uh, no, his, his wife and his sons and his daughter-in-laws, they were all on that ark. I want to say today, it's time to get your family in the ark. We know the ark of safety is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is time to get your family in the ark. Uh, the wickedness of the world is great. The rain of judgment is coming, and it won't be water this time. It's going to be fire and the ark of safety, Christ himself, is available. The door is open. The invitation has been given. And it is time, number one, that we make certain we know Christ. And number two, that we seek the salvation of those that we love most on earth. So I want to challenge you to do two things. Number one, settle the fact in your own heart uh, that you have come to the Lord Jesus by simple faith. If there's any doubt about your salvation, today's the day. Drive a stake a mile deep in the ground about your soul's salvation. The New Testament says make your calling and election sure. This is not a time for question marks. This is a time for periods and exclamation points. This is not a time to wonder and worry about eternity. This is the time to know that you know that you know Christ is your personal Savior. Settle that today. Look to Jesus in simple faith. Uh, confess to him now, Lord, I'm a sinner and I can't save myself and no one else can save me but I look to you as the only Savior. Believe today that Christ died for your sins, that the Lord Jesus rose again from the dead to give you everlasting life and receive him by faith. Make sure you have come into the ark. 
And then the second assignment is, if you know for certain that you know God and that you've exercised your own personal faith in the Lord, now begin to pray for those that need Christ. Now begin to speak to them about who God is. Now begin to talk about uh, eternity and coming judgment and what truly matters and invite others. Uh, begin with your spouse. Begin with your, your children and your in-laws and uh, those immediately around you. It doesn't mean you're only concerned about your family, but your greatest mission field is right at home. Your greatest ministry are those that are right at hand. And uh, it, it's seriously doubtful that you will uh, preach the gospel to many others if you're not willing to preach the gospel to those that are right in front of you every day. It's time to get your family in the ark of safety. John Owen, who pastored in the 1600s in London, the financial capital of the world at that time, began to preach that judgment was coming. And people said he was crazy. Then in 1665, there was a smallpox epidemic. Thousands died. Uh, September the 2nd, 1666, a man set fire to a row of homes and the city burned to the ground. On Sunday, here's what John Owen said to his congregation. Get an ark. Prepare an ark for the safety of you and your families. And Then he said this, I know of no safety, no deliverance in the trials and afflictions coming upon the earth, but in believing Christ as our only refuge. Friend, get to the ark of safety today. There is no other safety apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. Get your family in the ark. Thank you for joining us today for this study, and may each of us obey Christ's command to occupy till I come. We invite you to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and sign up for Scott's weekly email newsletter called Helping Your Joy. And we believe this resource will do just that. In it, you can read brief devotional thoughts, learn about great Christians in history, and even see Scott's upcoming itinerary. Get the Helping Your Joy newsletter straight to your inbox every Thursday when you subscribe at enjoyingthejourney.org. We look forward to studying the Bible with you next time on Enjoying the Journey.